was lost in darkness when I began to pray. Then Jesus came to me on that faithful day. He said, child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just preach to me. Good Monday morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you on this Monday. Hope that you're doing well today. Thank the Lord for each one of you taking time today to tune in for just a few moments. If you have a copy of the precious Word of God, I want to encourage you to open up your Bible with me this morning. And let's look together in John chapter number 5. And today, with the help of God, if God allows, we're going to try to finish up chapter 5 in our Bible devotion time. We've entitled these series, this series of, of Bible devotions A Journey Through John. And I hope and pray that you've learned and been blessed and benefited by this daily weekday Bible study. John chapter 5, verse number 45 through 47, and we'll try again to conclude this chapter this morning. Verse number 45 of John 5 says this, and these are the words of Jesus, and I'll remind us of who Jesus is speaking to. He's talking to Pharisees, likely, and he's talking to those that are rejecting him, could have been scribes and Pharisees, uh, could have been some Sadducees there as well. I don't know for sure, but we're going to read in verse 45, and we're going to find out that the group of people that Jesus is talking to are those that have flat out rejected him. Notice what Jesus says to them. Do not think that I will accuse you to the Father. There is one that accuseth you, even Moses, in whom you trust. For had ye believed Moses, ye would have believed me, for he wrote of me. Find that interesting. But if ye believe not his writings, how shall ye believe my words? Well, as we look at this, Jesus is very straightforwardly teaching the truth. He is telling them, because of their unbelief, that they are rejecting him as Messiah. And Jesus said to them, he said, don't think that I'm going to be the one that has to accuse you to the Father. For there is one already that is accusing you, and that is Moses. Now, why is that? Well, we must look 
to the Old Testament scripture because Jesus goes on to say that Moses wrote of him. And that is true. As we read through what I believe the first five books of the Bible were penned by the hand of Moses, and I'm thankful for that, and thank God for the Word of God. But there are, within the pages of those five books of the Bible, many messianic promises. And all of those promises and prophecies point to Jesus the Messiah. And here it was, the pious, the religious Jews of the age of Jesus' time rejected the Messiah who was there presently in front of them. And yet they had the scriptures that he fulfilled to prove who he was, yet they said, no, we reject you. You see, ultimately, they were rejecting the word of God. And that is the way it is today as well. Jesus came, lived a perfect life. His life is a matter of historic record. And we believe that and we know it. There's evidence that the Son of God came to this world and he lived uh, during the time span. He lived during the, the days. He performed the miracles. He did all the things that the Bible declares him uh, to have done. And we can take record of that. But yet there are many who discard the record and say that they will not or cannot believe. My friends, you disbelieve the word of God, you won't be saved. You cannot be saved. You must believe the word of God. The Bible from the beginning to the end is the record of Jesus, and it is. And as we're looking today, and we think about that this morning, I, I want to encourage you to think with me for just a moment. In Genesis, the writing of Moses, and it's very important we understand that because it is a the Bible is a progressive work. It opens up to us and it gives us all the history of man that God wants us to know. But it's very interesting because in chapter number three of the book of Genesis, in verse number 15, it says this, And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. You see, as we're reading this verse in the third chapter of the book of Genesis, just right after the creation story, and all of that, we have the record of the fall of man into sin. And immediately, as God is pronouncing the penalty upon the serpent, God says, I'm going to put enmity, I'm going to put hatred between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. So there is the first promise of the Savior. The Messianic promise, number one, is Genesis 3.15. So we should recognize that. And then we come through the pages of Genesis, and there's, there's the record. It like for perhaps Genesis chapter 12 and verse 3. The Bible says, And I will bless thee, and, and I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee, and in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. So here it is that God is telling Abraham that through you, Abraham, you're going to be a blessing to the entirety of the world through your lineage, through your seed. And he is referring to Jesus, 
Moses wrote that down. And yet those that were there in front of Jesus rejected the truth of God's word. As we read on through the book of Genesis, we come to chapter number 18. The Bible says in verse 18, seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. And that is a very true statement. Amen. Because all the world has been blessed through the lineage of Abraham. And we find that in the record of Moses in the book of the writing of the book of Genesis. If we were to read that, uh, we were to go on in Genesis chapter 22 and verse 18, the Bible says, and in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed because thou has obeyed my voice. That was God speaking and he was speaking directly there in Genesis 22 and Moses wrote it down. We go to Genesis 28 and verse 14. And thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and thou shalt spread abroad to the west and to the east, to the north, to the south. And in thee and in thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Over and over and over again, we find the record of the coming of the points to Jesus. And Moses was the one that penned this down. And we find, just continually on, we read in the book of Numbers, the story of, of the fiery serpent, that type of Jesus. Moses pinned it down. Moses experienced that. He made a serpent of brass because uh, the fiery serpents were biting those fiery serpents that came against the people because of their sin. And what a great type of the Savior this story is. You can read that in Genesis 21 of how Moses made a serpent of brass, put it upon a pole, and the people looked, and when they looked at that serpent of brass, when they had been bitten by the fiery serpents, they looked, that poisonous serpent, they looked to that serpent of brass, and on that pole, and that the brass serpent is a type of judgment, brass is always represented as judgment, and as we see that, it is a type of Christ, that is portrayed there by Moses because God told him to do it. And as he wrote it down in the book of Numbers, it points to the Lord Jesus. I could go on and on through the book of Numbers and Deuteronomy. And we could read many other things that Moses penned that points directly to Jesus Christ. But let's go back to John chapter number 5 and we'll read, read. Let's read in verse 46. For had ye believed Moses, you would have believed me, for he wrote of me. And then verse 47, But if ye believe not his writings, how shall ye believe my words? You see, without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must, must first believe that he, is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Can I say to you, you're not going to come to God any other way but by faith and believing his word. We believe the Bible. The Bible gives us the instructions of how to be saved. And we repent of our sins. We believe Jesus is the Son of God, that he died for our sins, that he arose the third day, that he's ascended and seated at the right hand of the Father, and he's interceding for whosoever will. I'm glad that I know who Jesus is. I'm glad that I have believed. I'm glad that I did not reject God's only begotten Son. And really, that is the offense that takes men and women, boys and girls, to that awful place called hell. 
is rejection of the Son of God because He wants to be your Savior today. I hope you know Him. And if you do know Him, you should rejoice in the good salvation that you have. Well, the Bible says in Psalms 118, verse 24, This is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Can I tell you, to rejoice is a choice. And I hope and pray that you're rejoicing today in your Savior and in His salvation. It's by faith this morning. And there's no other way. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by Him. May God bless you today. Lord willing, we're going to pick back up tomorrow in John chapter 6. going to begin in verse number 1. And we're excited about that. Well, until tomorrow morning, 8.30 a.m., right here for another Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. Lord willing, we'll be back in the morning. May God bless you richly today is our prayer. Bye-bye. Child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just breathe.